RadioInfluence.com. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Live Bold and Boss Up. We're so excited you're here. As always, I always say that. As always. <laughs> guys, um, today we chatted with Emily Gosh Harris. She is the founder and CEO of Soul Media. This is a company that is focused on elevating conscious companies and entrepreneurs through intuitive marketing, brand strategy, and public relations. Super unique perspective. Yes. On marketing. I love it. I love what she has to say about it. She is also the host of an international spirit show, The Soul Collective. And they've actually been featured in Thrive Global, Yogi Approved, Sway Magazine, Mindful Muse, um, Insight Timer, to name a few, which I thought was really awesome. Emily has this, I don't know, essence. Amazing. Yes. Like, uh, essence. Yeah. Right. She is just so calming. Yeah. And, um, just the, the thoughtfulness behind every single word. I've really enjoyed the conversation and I hope you guys do too. I feel like we got a lot out of just being mindful, right. And, and kind of living in each moment. Yeah. And she even teaches us a a tool that you can use whenever you're stressed in the office. Just a quick thing that you can do to help you relax. So tune in. Well, welcome, Emily. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. So fun to be here. Yeah, no, I'm excited because Ash and I were talking, your energy is just so positive and radiant that, um, you know, I think even if, if listeners are just listening to it, that you'll be able to to sense that and, and feel your energy. I'm excited to talk. Uh- yeah, I'm so excited to explore. It was just fun chatting with you both offline. And I feel like there's so much to dive into. I agree. So let's jump right in and tell us a little bit about what you do. So Soul Media, we're a brand strategy and digital marketing firm. And we work with companies of all sizes from startups and nonprofits to Fortune 500 companies. And we really help you know companies to get in touch with their personal why and be able to tell that story across digital channels. So that looks like brand identity creation and collateral and website design and development, email marketing, social media. And then in concert with that, you know, what I have found is that it's really um, much about understanding on a deeper, intimate level, um, a company's vision and their why. And so that's something that really lights me up is to be able to kind of go deeper and understand um, on a one-to-one or, you know, a group basis, you know, working with entrepreneurs and um, organizations to really discover and bring forward their why and um, be able to really harmonize that with the digital marketing as well. That's awesome. Um, So you create like if a company, how would a company And when would a company reach out to you if they need your help or, you know, you to come in and when do you start that process? Yeah. So I work with a variety of companies of of all sizes, you know, from startups and nonprofits to fortune 500 companies. And we work with clients when, you know, it's a, a specific campaign that they're looking to, you know, create awareness around, or if they're looking to really, um, you know, generate 
brand awareness in a new way. So for example, we're looking, we're working with, you know, um, a brand in Pinellas County right now, and they're looking to, um, really recreate their brand from scratch and, you know, a new website and, you know, all of those digital components. So that's a really fun project to look at. Okay. You've been in existence now for, you know, 30 plus years. It's like, you have such an amazing story to tell. Um, but what is that story? Sometimes when you're, you know, we were talking about this before It's like, sometimes when you're in um, the business and you're, you know, day to day, you don't have time to really take a step back and look at that big picture. And so that's what we'll do is kind of come in and really understand the brand, understand what the story is, and then figure out a creative way to tell that story across digital channels. Do you take, because offline we were chatting about how, you know, you bring feminine energy into this and you really get into their flow of things. Is that like a separate executive coaching piece or do you actually bring that into the creation of their brand too. You know, I, I really try to bring that energy into really all aspects. And, you know, what that is, is just really looking at the balance and the harmony of any organization and any individual for working on a one-on-one basis, because I really believe that it is in the balance, it is in the harmony that we're able to move forward in a way that really shines our light, whatever, you know, our organizational light, our individual light in a way that is fluid. And so when I'm looking at that balance and helping others to kind of, you know, recognize that in the, in themselves, um, it is like that, you know, masculine and feminine balance that we all have those energies and to be able to kind of, you know, tap into that in a way that allows for, greater flow with whatever it is that we're you know bringing forward. So do you feel like before you help a company with their like rebranding that they have to get kind of balanced first and you coach them on that before you do the rebranding? You know, sometimes it happens simultaneously. It's just kind of this organic process where things kind of bubble up to the surface. You know, it's like when we have the opportunity to take uh, a look beneath the curtain, so to speak, it's like, oh, okay, we see that maybe we have this is an area that hasn't gotten a lot of attention that maybe needs a little bit more watering. It's like watering, you know, your garden and, and, and really tending to it. So it it tends to be this sort of organic process where we can discover, okay, these are the areas that really need a little bit more extra love or extra nurturing. Um, and I, and honestly, you know, I, I think that we're so used to, and I, you know, I have an MBA, so I, I do have that you know, strategy side, like I'm not, you know, totally up there in the, in the clouds, but I I often find, you know, sometimes we're so used to talking about the numbers or we're so used to talking about the bottom line. And this comes in from, you know, my, my background in corporate America, right? Like that is the part that comes really easy in business. A lot of times it's like, you know, a lot of times I'll get clients and they'll be like, how do I build the funnel? How do I, you know, you know, create the sales page and, you know, these sort of formulas, but really taking a step back and and recognizing that business isn't sort of a cookie cutter, one size fits all approach. Every business is uniquely different. And I think right now, what's so interesting is that, um, you know, consumers or your, your audience is so 
fine tuned to all that is out there. Like, you know, we've all received so many messages or so much advertising that, you know, people really want to go a little bit deeper and understand, like have a personal connection with a brand, you know? So it's not just like, Hey, you know, can I post on social media? It's like, what am I creating? What is that content that's going to resonate with my audience? Um, What is the story that is on my heart to tell? Um, So that is something that when we look at, at it holistically, there is really something that is more individualistic that needs to emerge. Is there ever a company that is so like the, the issue and the problem is like too big to tackle or they're like so messed up where you're like, I can't even like begin to help you. You are so messed up. <laughs> we can't help. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer, you know, it's like, especially if you've been in business for such a long time and you're a larger organization, it's like kind of, if you imagine a larger ship, it takes longer to change directions, Mm -hmm. you know? And um, so every process is uniquely different, but it really comes down to the energy of those that are a part of the organization and a desire um, to really, um, you know, do that deeper work and to investigate and to like really be a part of the the passionate storytelling, because um, I find, you know, that's what marketing is. You know, a lot of times it is like people connecting with the energy of a brand, whether you realize it consciously or not, it's like, oh, wow, there's something about that brand that I love that I just feel connected to the energy of. I want to be a part of it. I want to follow them on social media and see their stories. And um, so that's really what it what it comes down to. And so, yeah, I don't think that there's any business that, um, you know, is, is beyond, um, you know, making that progress and that um, forward movement, which is really exciting to be able to kind of see that, uh, forward movement. change. Well, and I know you were saying earlier too, like you have to be willing to accept the, um, like receiving and probably the change in, in that growth, you have to be willing to accept it and, and in order to have that growth. Right. Yeah. It's so interesting to think about receiving when it comes to business. Cause it's something that, you know, sometimes we, we take for granted, like, Oh yeah. You know? Um, and especially as women, I think that there is such a tendency to, um, be able to give and to be able to nurture. And, um, and so what I found is that like a lot of times, um, the receiving for a lot of, you know, people can be a little bit uncomfortable. And so, um, sometimes just getting in the energetics of, you know, all that we actually do receive on a daily basis. Like sometimes we don't even notice like the little things like, you know, playing with my dog when I woke up this morning and going for a walk in nature. We live, you know, in such a beautiful climate and, um, you know, there's so much, you know, there's billions of people that are, um, you know, don't have access to food and, you know, sometimes it's, it's not in our face on a, on a daily basis. So I feel like there's just so much to be grateful for and so much that we are receiving on a daily basis. And, you know, sometimes um, that's one of the things that I think can get lost in business because um, there can be such a focus on a step back and, and really recognizing that, wow, this is amazing to be a part of this organization, to have a business that I actually love and that I appreciate having this job or being a part of this company or being a part of this, um, you know, mission. 
you know, that is a blessing in and of itself. And when it, when you come back to that basic part of receiving from that standpoint, it makes it so much easier to um, realize in greater harmony, you know, what the bigger mission is. Right. I feel like there's so many corporate organizations that need you, right? Because when I say corporate, I mean like organizations that are so kind of stuck in a box and, and they're, they're, they have so many rules and regulations that like limit their creativity and really limit their growth in in a way. And um, I know for me personally, coming from a lot of corporate organizations, there's this, there's this weird feeling when you, when you work there and you don't know quite what it is. Like you're not completely fulfilling what you need to fulfill or you're not, you know, your box isn't like, your box, your, your, what is it? Your basket isn't like overflowing. What is it? Is it a box or what is that? What, what is that saying? Um, your cup or your, your basket. Cup. Why was I thinking box? That's terrible. I, should, I shouldn't say that. Right. Your, your, <laughs> your cup, like my cup was not overflowing at all. It was like barely full. And it's because you're so limited in your creation. You can't, you know, you can't quite put your all into it. And I feel like there's so many organizations that need this focus and that need to look at it differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I love that you said that Ashley, because um, I really believe that creativity is our biggest resource. Like we could solve all of the world's problems with creativity, like just kind of, you know, getting outside of the box um, and really, you know, looking at it from a different lens. And I feel like sometimes you know, when we have a one size fits all approach, you know, whether it's, you know, education or whether it's a, a, you know, a business environment, it's like, oh, you know, there's so many different ways of doing things. And to really, um, you know, realize that one way of doing it is, is great. And then another person can have a completely different approach. And so I think that's so important um, to be able to really, you know, recognize that everybody has a unique way of expressing and and being. And I think also it it does come down to the individual aspect of feeling really fulfilled on a personal level. A corporation, a business is made action of that, all of that collective energy. So if you have employees or if you have team members that aren't feeling fulfilled personally, or they're not feeling like they're, you know, being creatively challenged or they, you know, have, don't have extra, you know, curricular things that they're enjoying, then a lot of times like the energy, the creativity will get stifled and, I find this so much just on an individual level working with entrepreneurs as a, you know, I have a tendency I'll work with people that are very, you know, um, focused on achieving or maybe have that sort of like overachiever, um, you know, tendency. And what happens is, you know, you're so focused. And I found this, you know, in my own journey too, is like, you're so focused on working and, um, you know, that becomes the sole focus of like, I have all this, you know, objectives, I have a big vision. And sometimes we forget, you know, we forget that there's so much to enjoy. And it's important to have that balance. And when we bring that balance in of like, oh, I just went on an amazing vacation, or I just went to the beach for an afternoon. And we were able to bring in that fresh you know, energy, that fresh creativity. Um, and it really makes a, a big difference in everything that we're, 
you know, desiring to, to bring forward. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, you mentioned something earlier about like going outside and, and taking a walk or just like, just enjoying, right. The beautiful climate that we're in. And, you know, recently I, I made a trip up North and not to hate on anyone's (laughs) place of, of living, but I internally felt like my vibration was lower in that area because it wasn't where I needed to be. Like, I truly feel like there's a location on this earth where you need to be as well, that, that is going to conduct that energy even more so in you. And for me being here in Florida certainly does that. It certainly conducts that positive energy a lot more for me. Yeah. That that is such a great point. I, I totally agree. And I feel like that's something that, you know, perhaps, you know, a blessing that the the pandemic has, you know, taught all of us is just, I've seen so many businesses that have really re um, they've, they've been rethinking sort of their model. So whether, you know, many businesses have switched a hundred percent to remote work virtual, and some are doing sort of a hybrid of different, you know, um, in person and remote. And I think that's great because it really recognizes the fact that people want to travel. They want to explore. They maybe feel more comfortable working from home and everybody has a unique thing. And I think that's so important for everyone to like tap into their own personal vibration and figure out how to raise it. Because of course, you know, are they able to get more done or able to contribute more to the, the whole that we're a part of? So yeah, I absolutely love that. Yeah, no, I agree. How did you get into this? Like what made you realize this was needed? You know, it happened organically. I think that it was through my own personal journey of like recognizing, oh, okay, this is harder than I thought. Um, You know, I I mentioned a little bit, like I kind of had that that overachiever mindset. You know, my father is an immigrant from Calcutta, India. He really worked hard. Um, That's one thing that was ingrained in me from an early age. And and I saw, you know, my mom do that as well. She she started her own business. And so um, when I kind of left corporate America, I really didn't leave that energy because it was it was go, go, go. I was working around the clock. I would get up at five o'clock in the morning. And I would be on my computer at, you know, 10, 11 o'clock at night, you know, and it was exciting. It was the enthusiasm. Um, But then I hit a wall, like I was literally burnt out and I was like, this is just not sustainable. And, you know, I recognize that it's so much more a marathon than a, a sprint and that everything is reflected in our energy. So like, you know, your business is a direct reflection of your energy. And I realized that, oh, if I actually, you know, pay more attention and cultivate my energy and really spend time doing things like meditation and centering and breath work and, you know, these practices that really raise my vibration, I'm able to bring so much more to the world and to my business. Yes. I love that. I love how, you know, you had a calling and you went for it and it was organic and and you are very successful at it. And I love that. And now people can use your coaching and use your knowledge to help get them get to that point too. Mm-hmm. You know, you mentioned offline about abundance and, and not just, you know, abundance and just like a, I don't know the, the word or, or I don't know. I think of like food. I don't know why when I think of abundance sometimes, but you were specifically talking about in corporate, right? In corporate America or in business and, 
Can you elaborate and share a little bit more about that? Because I that resonated with me. I think that a lot of people operate in scarcity from a, in, in business. And I think that that ultimately hurts your business or hurts others, right? And you just, just share a little bit about what you were saying earlier. Yeah, that is so deep. I mean, there's so much there to really explore because I think this is one area that um, it can be challenging until it's not. Meaning like if you're kind of still, you know, working through that with, when it comes to scarcity, it can feel like, how do I get to that abundance mindset and that feeling of abundance, especially as an entrepreneur, because, you know, you're really, you know, the sole, you know, sort of income, right. Of your business. And, um, and so, you know, I find that it is baby steps of really recognizing that abundance and opening yourself up to all the abundance that it's, that is around us. And so, um, what I mean by that is that, um, sometimes like we think of abundance from a very limited perspective, you know, when it comes to finances and that is absolutely 1000%, you know, a part of it. Um, but abundance, I believe is so much more. So even recognizing the fact that, um, you know, we have a lot of, um, freedom or, you know, being able to take walks during the day, this is a form of abundance. Um, and then also too, you know, really opening yourself up to a lot more possibilities because when we're in a scarcity mindset or, there's a little bit of fear or limiting beliefs that come in. It's really easy to only see one possibility. Like I need to get this contract or I need to get this sale, um, you know, in order to, you know, generate revenue, for example. Um, but when we get into an abundant mindset, we're kind of coming into our heart center. We're relaxing into all of the possibilities. We're like kind of, you know, calming the nervous system. And when we do that, we find that there's so many possibilities. This is the best time to actually think creatively. It's really hard to be creative when you're in kind of a state of fear or worry. So like really understanding how to get down into whether it's meditation or some deep breathing or just connecting with your heart. These are ways that we can really get into a state of feeling more expansive, feeling more abundant. And that's a time where it's really, you know, better to brainstorm creatively and be like, oh, I can actually reach out to this person or I'm going to make a list of all of the, you know, um, clients that I'd love to work with um, and start thinking of, you know, different ways to really cultivate abundance. I love that. You should you should really do like a yoga breath class where you, where it's like more geared towards like corporate or business things. That would be so awesome. I love that. That's actually been on my heart to create. So I love that you're saying that. I love it. Do you have any tips for like, if someone is really stressed out at work and you have a deadline to, to step away from that stress and like, what can you do in that moment to help you get back on track? Do you have any recommendations or tips for that? Yeah, absolutely. Like one thing that's really simple is like placing both hands on the heart and just taking some like really deep nourishing breaths. And even breathing just for like a few moments and calming yourself down and connecting with your heart, you can kind of feel 
yourself just kind of coming into the state of peace Mm -hmm. and expansion. It's amazing. Breath is such a beautiful vehicle for being able to, you know, calm us down and connect us with peace and with joy. Um, Meditation again is, you know, a beautiful tool. Um, I really find that walking out in nature can be so helpful, you know, just to like change your um, surroundings and connect with the beauty of nature. Um, So I, you know, if there's a time where I'm feeling kind of stuck or I'm feeling like the creativity is not flowing, I have learned um, to change up my routine instead of like sitting in front of the computer. Like I have to get this done. You know, it's like, Oh no, I I don't, you know, I'm going to give myself a little bit of grace. I'm going to go walk outside. I'm going to, you know, play with my, my dog for a few moments Um, and things like this. You'd be surprised. Like they really can just change your state and and help you come back with a fresh set of eyes. I love that. Mm -hmm. And that's something that you can do easily during any like at home or at work or wherever you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Perfect. Well, thank you, Emily, so much. I feel like you shared so much great information and advice today. So we really do appreciate it. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing with us. Thank you so much for having me. This has been so much fun. Yes. And if you ever do a corporate like breath class or meditation or yoga or anything, let us know because I think that that would be a great activity to do you know like in the pit yeah absolutely well thank you so much again and until next time live bold and boss up this is a rock stops here with rock riley quick fix on radio influence all right what do we got today today on the rock stops here I've been doing a lot of national names, but you know what I find out? It doesn't matter whether it's national, local, this and that. It's pretty much the same. I'll tell you all about the whole details of this Rock Stops here, but let me let me welcome in my guest, and then after I talk to my man Dan, uh, then I'll hit you up on what's been going down, some of my takes on what I'm seeing, and just thank you so much for tuning in. Let's get to my guest. How did he make it to the top? Now, he has been... At the same station, the same TV station in Tampa Bay for over 20 years. To me, in this business, if you're in a market like Tampa, which is a top 15 market, is it, is it about 10 now, a number 11, 12? We're, the population is growing. Well, whatever. Dan Lucas has been at News Channel 8. WFLA. It's the NBC affiliate. He's been the sports director, the main sports guy for over 20 years. And he's raised his family and life, you know, life is good. And he's had to make a lot of sacrifices. And when you're the main guy and you have a full-time gig, and so there's, you got to give up something to be something. And so, you know what, man, to me, This is as good as being a big national or on ESPN, NFL Network, some of these NFL insiders, uh, you know, that I've been interviewing. You know what, man? It's Tampa, but it's 20 years and he's got staying power. How did he do it? How did he do it? How is he doing it? Because he's still doing it. Very interesting. The career, the one, the only news channel eights, Dan, the man, Lucas. The Rock stops here with longtime radio and TV personality. Rock Riley is found anywhere you find podcasts and radioinfluence.com.